Welcome to the Grace for This City podcast. We're helping you turn your cities upside down. Hey, I'm your host, Justin Goff. Stay tuned. We got a great show for you today. All right. Good morning, everybody, and thank you for tuning in. This is the Grace for the City podcast, and I'm your host, Justin. Hey, we're so glad to be gathered together. Thank you for taking time out of your day to join us as we gather around the Word, the Word of the Lord. We gather around strategy. We gather around being motivated together to get out there and get some stuff done for Jesus. I want to say thank you in advance, my friends. This has been a real joy. I think we're coming up on our fourth year of doing podcasts, and we foresee even more years ahead in the future doing just this. In fact, we're gearing up to uh, build out a studio. We have a facility on our property. The Lord said we could put some studios in. And so that's going to just set the stage for many more years to come. If you want to know more about that, you can go to the website, gracecitychurch.tv forward slash give, and we can um, share more about the details of that project. But prayerfully consider being a part of that. If this podcast has blessed you and and you would like to see it, If you'd like to pay it forward, sow the seed forward into the future for more harvests in encouraging people's lives, then maybe consider helping us build that studio out. Hallelujah. All right, let's jump into this. I'm going to do a special podcast today. And uh, as you know, this podcast will be live October the 5th, 2023. And I want to talk about what happened yesterday. I've been wrestling over this and um, just out of concern. Uh, and to encourage the body of Christ uh, about staying steady, rooted and grounded in him and not being tossed to and fro by every wind of conspiracy. Listen, yesterday was the emergency broadcast system uh, test warning. They were doing the signals on cell phones and maybe other electronics or whatever. We're leading up to that. As you well know, there were masses of conspiracy theories Uh, I mean, all kinds of theories that ranged all over the whole spectrum. But what I noticed is in the body of Christ that it really had a negative effect on the church. Listen, you and I, friends, we have the spirit of Christ on the inside of us and the voice of a stranger we do not follow. My concern with being so involved, so deeply immersed in all these conspiracies that really lead to confusion or fear or frustration or worry or panic about events that are transpiring, my concern long-term is that it's actually not helping. Say, staying in certain levels or realms of where these theories are running rampant, uh, staying connected to certain sources of, of misinformation, what it's doing to the believer, okay, what it's doing to the believer is it's diluting your ability to really hear the voice of the Spirit and to follow the unction of Holy Ghost. If you are being led around and let down Every time there's somebody that's spinning a concept or a theory or an idea and and that never comes to fruition, if it's never proven to be true, but yet you are following all of these things, what you're actually developing is you're tuning your ear to the wrong spirit. That's that's what it is at the end of the day. And I want to encourage you that First John uh, chapter 3, it talks about knowing the difference between the spirit of truth and the spirit of error. You and I need to be developing our ear, our spiritual ear, to discern the voice of the Holy Spirit. And if we are not tuned in to him, 
tuned into his word, praying in the Holy Ghost, but rather we spend the vast majority of our time tuning in, listening to, and becoming acquainted with all these, um, you know, panderers of false and misinformation, uh, something spiritually is transpiring. Like you're not developing what you need to. I think at the end of the day, you will be disappointed, intentionally disappointed by the enemy. You may miss God appointments because you're not able to discern the difference between what is truth and what is error. Because if there is ever the time where you and I really need to prepare for something, we really need to take action in the natural uh, because something um, dangerous or serious or legitimate is going to transpire, uh, then you and I need to have the kind of clarity. We need to have the kind of confidence. We need to have the, the, the level of hearing to where we could hear the Lord and obey uh, and act in accordance with legitimate concerns. Uh, yesterday proved uh, that we need to scratch off of our list. We need to remove, we need to purge some of the sources of information that we have been listening to. Um, listen, even honest misinformation is still problematic. And so there are, you know, uh, leading up to yesterday, I got sent all kinds of information and people saying, hey, read this and what do your take on this and what do you think about this? And just I got inundated with a lot of information. So I thought out of curiosity, I'm going to look into some of these things. And many of the websites that I was looking at, these five mile long websites full of all this kind of apocalyptic, like um, prepare for this, prepare for that, nefarious schemes and ideas and plans and, you know, things about the government or whatever. I noticed in a lot of these uh, sites that they were laced, inundated with trying to upsell me on all kinds of products and stuff. And, uh, you know, I started to recognize that, you know, there's a lot of people making a lot of money off promoting this kind of false information. Even if they're doing it honestly, they're still profiting from people that are reacting, um, you know, based on various reasons, maybe it's fear, worry, concern, whatever the case may be. I don't claim to know why everybody responds to these things, but it's obvious that there are people making a lot of money off of these ideas and concepts. Okay. Even the click profiting, like, uh, uh, certain clicks on websites, certain views on YouTube, you know, all these videos, every time you watch one of these videos, they make money. And, uh, my concern with some of these guys and or gals is the same temptation that was ahead of Balaam to prophesy falsely or to lend your voice that was once credible, but to lend your voice uh, for gain. And maybe people don't get into it initially with malicious or nefarious reasons or motives, but yet they're still profiting from people that are gobbling this stuff up. You know, uh, you can make a lot of money uh, selling people drugs or stuff that will hurt them or things that feed their addictions. But yet morally, ethically, you have to say, hey, listen, is this the kind of business that I need to be in? Yeah, it's profitable and they want it. But is it right? Is this the kind of stuff that I need to be involved in promoting or giving to people that ultimately have negative effects on their spiritual well-being, their emotional well, 
being and what they're physically doing with their money. I mean, people are being told to do all kinds of stuff with their money, invest here, invest there, buy this, buy that, buy this, you need this, you need to do that, don't do this. And, you know, some of these folks, uh, you know, I'm, I'm aware of a particular situation and um, of this person. And, and there's a series, like there's a paradigm that uh, some of these people live in, like they're anti-church, they're anti-government. Everything has a cataclysmic, apocalyptic kind of conclusion to it. And while we do believe that what the Bible says about the end of the age, you know, not all of that stuff is transpiring right now. It's like these people live daily right now in the present age with a fear of being totally taken advantage of by XYZ123 and counting. And it's like all these things, it's, it's, it's like one idea, uh, even if it's just got a little bit of margin of truth in it, one idea connects with another. And then you have this, this massive scenario that's built off little tiny snippets of truth, but yet they construct these massive conclusions. And, and what is that doing to somebody's well-being? What is that doing to their emotional state? And then what is it doing spiritually to them? You need to be able to trust that Holy Spirit will give you instructions when you need it. And you don't have to trust some stranger that you don't know anything about um, that he's got more intel than Holy Spirit does. That's that's the other thing. I don't mean to get on a soapbox here, but everybody knows somebody who knows somebody who knows somebody that works for the government. Let me share a story with you about that kind of scenario. Uh, I actually do have a friend that has some government contracts, and he knows somebody that's a high-ranking, uh, high-ranking military official. And so, uh, several years ago. Um, you know, if you remember several years ago, it was like every time we turned around in two weeks, you know, they were, they were going to do this or they were going to do that, or this was going to happen or martial law or whatever. It was just like, it was always in two weeks or, in, uh, you know, in, you know, in one month, this was going to happen. This was going to happen. Okay. If you remember, none of that came true, but in the middle of all that, this particular, uh, high ranking military employee reached out to my friend and said in two weeks, such and such is going to happen. Like called him up out of concern uh, for his friends and family and said in two weeks, this is going to happen. Well, after two weeks went by and nothing happened, my friend called this person and said, hey, what's the deal? You said in two weeks, this was going to happen because you had intel and you literally are a high ranking military employee. The answer to the question that my friend asked his friend, the answer that he gave them was this, that he got his information from QAnon. Okay, friends, this tells us something right here, that it doesn't matter if you work for the government. The same level of confusion, misinformation, and maybe even straight-up deception exists everywhere. Everybody is susceptible to just flat out miss and or disinformation. Now, you know, I believe in a lot of things, you know, what may be considered conspiracies or whatever, but maybe I might be a little more of a realist, especially when it comes to, hey, well, let's, let's, let's track this down. Let's, let's follow this down and let's see where this is uh, coming out at. Because a lot of people are just acting on the fact that I know somebody that knows somebody or somebody supposedly who works for the government 
who had an office near so-and-so or whatever said that this is going to happen. Well, we had years and years and years of that happening and nothing happened. None of what they said came to pass. I mean, those theories ranged all, all over the place. Here's what I'm saying. Even in Y2K, remember that? Even in the church, okay, I remember the church, a large portion of the church was all concerned about the upcoming Y2K when it was going to transition over into the year 2000. If you remember uh, what happened the very first day of Y2K, what happened, friends? Absolutely nothing. And so the what I'm saying is we have to caution. We need to be cautious. You don't want to develop being tossed to and fro by every wind of doctrine or conspiracy. Okay, There are people on YouTube right now that are pastors. They are claiming to be pastors, but they're peddling just the next wave of erroneous, crazy, outlandish ideas as anybody else. Uh, you know, I, I've, I've got close friends, good people, that were pandering just erroneous information. Honestly, they were honest. They wasn't malicious or nefarious about it, but at the end of the day, their information turned out to be duds. Just like leading up to yesterday, so many people were in a panic. So many people were in a tizzy. So many people were concerned, worried. What's going to happen? What's going to happen? Listen, 5G did not activate any nano nano nanos in anybody. It did not turn your spouse into the Nephilim. There were so many wild conspiracies that just got people unsettled and upset. Well, it's the day after, and as we reflect back on yesterday, absolutely nothing happened. Now, what does this tell us, friends? Number one, you need to mark off your list all of the sources of information, your subscriptions, uh, your paid subscriptions, your YouTube channels, your uh, Facebook, TikTok, whatever, any of the places that you are subscribed to that pushed these false um, warnings, this uh, fantastical sense of fear and fright and concern. You need to purge those off of the sources that you would consider acceptable to get information from. And here's why. Because they were wrong. And they were wrong again. This QAnon conspiracy stuff has really derailed the faith of a lot of church folks. It has caused, it. what it's done is it stirred up an appetite. Now, most, most people don't realize this on the front end. Okay, so it's innocent in this sense, but let's just go ahead and get, it, get, get this out here. But a lot of that QAnon stuff over the last several years, if you had a steady diet of that, unfortunately, what you've done is you've trained your senses now uh, you have become addicted almost to uh, divination. Now, maybe you don't realize that that's what it is. What is divination? Well, it's a false prophecy. There was a particular gentleman that was just swarming through the churches, okay? And uh, I, I, I mean, he was everywhere, it seems like, for a little period of time. And people were even saying, this guy is prophetic. And, uh, you know, he had the typical story, worked in government, knows somebody, had all this intel, right? Everybody knows somebody who knows somebody. Like, it makes people feel good to have a sense that I've got somebody that's really in the know and you don't. And it makes me feel better because they're telling me stuff that somebody's telling them uh, because they know somebody who knows somebody who knows somebody who really works here. Well, I just told you there's people in government offices that don't know diddly squat. 
they're just as confused as anybody else is. Okay. But this particular gentleman was just swarming through the churches. People were saying he's prophetic. Okay. Well, he had all this intel. I don't know. At some point I was like, okay, well, let's just see. And so I started tracking this guy down. Yeah. He worked for the government. His dad was somebody in parliament or whatever. Um, but then I was like, wait, what's this guy do? So he leads this organization. They're spiritists. Okay. They're, they're, uh, very spiritual. Well, then I found out like four hours worth of interviews with this guy as he's talking about these alien encounters that he's had since he was six years old. He's had regular alien encounters. And in one of these interviews, he was talking about how he came into contact with this particular alien. Now, we don't believe in aliens. We believe in demons. Demons are aliens. Okay, aliens are demons. Let's just say it like that. And uh, they can shapeshift and look like whatever they want to look like. And this guy literally drew the sketches from when he was a child of these regular alien encounters he had. He had the sketchbook from his uh, early years, even into his teen years. Uh, so he said, this is what they look like. And they looked, the drawings look like your typical uh, green alien with the big black eyes. This is how these demons were manifesting themselves to him. Okay. By this time though, this guy's in his fifties now. And just several years ago, he was on everybody's radar sweeping through the church's friends because he had quote Intel. Well, in this interview that he was doing four hours worth of interviews that I watched, Three, three or four hours of interviews. He's talking about this relationship that he was given access to, this particular alien race who were watchers over the United States. Now, there's a verse in the Bible that talks about be, be, be watchful about what you're saying because the little birdie may hear you and then go tell somebody. Um, these aliens, these demons, um, these particular ones spent time watching activities that were going on within the U.S. government. And uh, this guy was given privy. He said that he signed a contract. There was a relationship pact that was made. If you know anything about the occult, you would be familiar with that language. But in order to have access to, the, to this particular race of aliens, that their sole mission was watching activities in the United States, he had to make a contract or a pact he had an, an agreement, I think was the word he used. He had an agreement uh, in, that gave him access. And so he was regularly caught up and was having conversations with these, quote, aliens. Of course, you and I know they're demons, but they were giving him information on things that were happening in the U.S. government. Well, he was taking that information, and on his little podcast or his YouTube channel or whatever, he was sharing this information. Now, he wasn't readily telling people that he got it from aliens, but yet he was sharing this as intel. Friends, let me tell you something. It is a form of intel. But when the church began to call him prophetic, not our church, but I mean the church, when people started saying this guy's prophetic, they weren't actually too far off. But what spirit of prophecy was it? Friends, that is divination. He was getting information from spirit beings, demons, and forth telling it as particular secret or private intel. People were eating this stuff up like it was free candy. Hallelujah. You know what I mean? And, and the problem at the end of the day is that the sweeping deception that people were listening more to this guy who was entertaining himself with demons rather than true prophetic unction or even what the Bible, just a flat out plain English, reading the word of God what the Holy Spirit was telling people to do, people were willing to go 
uh, and do what Alien Boy was telling them and totally setting aside, developing their ear to hear what Holy Spirit was actually saying. Let me tell you a long, long story short. A lot of the information this guy was giving, while there was nuggets of truth, it the the end conclusion, none of it uh, came came to pass. All his suggestions, predictions, whatever, while there was elements of truth, it was demonically inspired. That, friends, is something you and I need to be aware of. We need to consider that we are not giving our ear or filling up our mental space or allowing our hearts to meditate or play around with folks that are getting information, even if they call it intel, from demon spirits. There is nothing a demon has, no knowledge that they have that is of any interest to you and I. Even if they're listening to secret or private conversations in in the inner chambers of people that are working in government or military facilities, whatever, whatever a demon would tell us, it has nefarious motives behind it. Now, we know that in the Bible, you had the prophet Elijah who was able by the Holy Spirit to gain access to things that the king was talking about. But that had a very particular end game in mind where the Lord, uh, where Jehovah, the Lord God, and the Holy Spirit had an objective in that information being revealed. But listen, friends, that would be something like the spirit of Issachar, where those in covenant relationship should know what they should be doing. We don't need to turn to demons or aliens. By the way, Alien Boy, uh, he has sex with aliens. He's married to an alien and supposedly has a child by one of the alien princesses that he's in relationship with. This guy's still going today. He still has a massive following today. He still travels the world and talks, and he still shares intel even to this day. I'm hoping, though, <clears throat> that anybody who has any kind of awareness of how these spiritual things work, any concept of what the spirit of divination is and does and how nefarious it can actually be, is unplugged from ministries or groups or organizations or people in general just like this guy. Now, it may not be uh, your, your YouTube conspiracist may not be sleeping with aliens or having conversations with alien species, demons that are watching activities going on in government. But if they're peddling the same spirit of error, you and I need to be aware. <clears throat> That's all I'm saying, friends. I want to challenge you. I want to encourage you to just be watchful. So again, yesterday, the EBS did not initiate or set off the zombie apocalypse. It did not activate Nephilim DNA in your neighbor or in your spouse. It, the 5G did not activate any nano-nano-nanos in anything or any one. It did not do anything different with your phone than it did the last four or five times that they have done this. Why didn't you freak out the last four or five times when this happened? It's because there's nothing to be concerned with. Now, what it did accomplish, what it did accomplish, and I hope it accomplished this for you, is surprisingly, it revealed the multitudes of false information that concerns these assumptions. Again, like Y2K, untruths. Honest people, maybe even well-meaning people, pandering untruths. Same um, damage, though, can be done with peddling untruths. Listen, you don't want to be the one telling someone else to freak out about something that there's no cause or reason to freak out about it. Again, it's because we're training our ear to actually be aware of when Holy Spirit does prompt us or warn us or caution us or give us a direction 
that would be out of the norm for us. If you're practicing doing things because so-and-so said, or so-and-so said, or they think you should do this, or you should do that or buy this or whatever. And it's always a dud time and time and time again. It's like hope deferred. Listen, you're, you're, you're setting yourself up for just mass confusion. You're damaging your ability to discern between the spirit of what's true and what's false. Use this opportunity, friends, to fine tune your discernment. There's a sound, there's a frequency, there's a language, there's a it's, there's so many similarities in this false peddling of inf- in, of information. Learn to recognize some of the cues and the signs and the language and the presentation uh, and the upselling that's always associated with this garbage. And use these things to help you discern and decipher up and coming um, uh, ones. It, it, it's like, you know, Q was totally debunked and then somebody else just took his place, right? There was this other guy, I can't even think of his name now, but there was this other guy. He was he was floating around. He supposedly had intel. Well, he was debunked, and so he's gone. But guess what? There's another guy now. I, he, they call him Freedom something, or I didn't look his name up. But somebody else is going to take their place. Why? Because it's big business. Somebody else is going to figure out how to market this stuff and get clickbait or clicks or pay-per-clicks or upsell. Um, they're going to move more product. Listen, separate the wheat from the chaff, friends. All right. Um, Again, I was sent loads of warnings from various people over the last few days out of curiosity. I read through several of these people's intel. Again, same type people, same type information, same presentation, same conclusion, same language, same spirit behind it. I noticed as I peruse through these websites that most are full of marketing pitches. Buy this, buy that, invest here, put your money there, do this, do that. Listen, all all these people are being paid money to promote these other products or ideas or investments or whatever. Just, Just be watchful. These scams make loads of money. Uh, these put your phone in the microwave so that 5, 5G doesn't turn you into an alien is generating loads of internet traffic, click cash, and secondary product sales for these scammers. People put so much of their trust into an item. Listen, no item is going to save you. Um, you know, I believe that <clears throat> systems are getting in place. They have to be. You know, If the Bible is true, I believe it is. And there's the rise of the Antichrist. What you and I are seeing are some of the early signs of systems that have to be in place in order for somebody like that, a single dude, okay, to have the kind of power accumulated in the influence and, and then the natural ability to have the manipulative power to uh, deceive so many people. Yeah, we're seeing some of these systems put in place, but the question is, are people even aware right now? Listen, you and I have a little bit of foresight. We have prophetic foresight because the Bible has already told us the end of the story. But you can read into that stuff uh, too far, too much, and you can conclude that some of that stuff is happening now when it's not. Um, There would have to be such unified efforts uh, for some of the conspiracies that people are touting right now to actually be actualized. Listen, there is so much division in the enemy's camp. Uh, None of this stuff is to the level that most people are afraid of. Besides that, there's a restrainer in place. And as long as that restrainer is here, number one, the Antichrist cannot be revealed. It is not Prince Charles. So listen, you're, you're making assumptions, okay, that you just need to be watchful for. The Bible says, okay, the Bible says, if you're interested in that, the Bible says that he cannot even be revealed until the restrainer is taken out of the way. You and I do not know who the Antichrist is. It could be a myriad of people. Okay, he, the, the devil just needs 
a body, a vessel. It could be a myriad of different people. Just because you don't like somebody, maybe they are uh, you know, not living for the Lord. Maybe they do some very stupid stuff. It doesn't mean you can jump to conclusions and say that person is so and so and such and such. Listen, some wild claims have been made about the Pope and all this kind of stuff. Listen, a lot of that just makes somebody else money. It's just pandering, false, and misinformation, stuff that's filling your head with fantastical vanities that's diluting your ability to get information and revelation from Holy Spirit. Um, so listen, what what item is going to deliver you? Okay, what what single item, what stockpile of some item is going to deliver you from the conclusions of these wild conspiracies? Like if you really listen to it, what they're saying is possible, but yet if you buy this item, you'll be spared. No, I'm sorry, that item is not powerful or strong enough to save you from the said said conclusion. Don't get wrapped up in some of those schemes. Uh, <clears throat> truth be told, from the scenarios these people create, the products that they sell to be a solution would not effectively keep you from harm for long at all. QAnon was a dud, friends. I've talked about this over, over the years, especially when we got into the election cycle. Um, it is true that the level of mis- and disinformation was hardcore. It was at unheard of levels. I'm saying it's still out there. Some of this is still floating around. The, the fact that you blindly trust some bozo on the internet to be your source of intel when you literally lived through loads and 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 loads of mis- and disinformation should cause you to be a little more cautious before you subscribe to somebody outside of just the plain written word of God, friends. Jesus is your hope. Um, again, QAnon was a dud. Years of that trash. Nothing fruitful or truthful came of it. Why keep trusting in duds? For the believer, again, this is teetering on placing our hope in divination, false prophecy or predictions by demon spirits. Listen, uh, we know that people are susceptible to this kind of stuff. I mean, there are people that sit down and they have conversations with demons. There are people that sit down and demon spirits are giving them ideas for movies, music, games. Demon spirits are inspiring people in various places of leadership. Uh, demon spirits are trying to concoct and predict the future for us to grab on and to believe. We know that it's cluttered out there. It's a cluttered lands, uh, landscape. We're in the world. Okay, It's a very cluttered, uh, deceptive landscape. But we have a light. And the Bible says that the word is our guide. It's a lamp unto our feet. We're to trust in him. Put more trust in Holy Spirit. When you really need to know something, Holy Spirit is going to let you know. That's what you need to be rehearsing. That's what you need to be confessing. Uh, you won't have to turn to Alien Boy to get your intel. Holy Spirit is going to tell you what you need to know. The long-term problem with this is the fact that we may be callousing our heart to being truly led by the Holy Spirit in a real-time of need. I want to encourage you, friends, the voice of a stranger, do not follow. And with that, we're out of time today. So there was some good that came of yesterday's craziness. It exposed all the people that you follow that you need to unfollow. It was a moment of revelation for you that you need to separate yourself from all this crazy, nonsensical conspiracies. 
it was a blessing in disguise because now you can purge your social media, your YouTube subscriptions, and you can separate yourself from people that are teetering on callousing their hearts, friends. Hallelujah. Turn to the Lord. Oh, turn to him, friends. He's got everything you need to lead you to the end. Oh, hallelujah. You know, and there are true prophets out there. There are. We believe in the true prophetic unction. But there's only one source for that type of information. And that's a relationship with Jesus, relationship with the Holy Spirit, and a relationship with the Word. Yes, the written Word. Stay with the Word, friends, and you'll be okay. Hallelujah. I'm thankful for you. And if we can pray for you in any, any way, if we can agree with you, that the Bible says we're two or more coming to agreement, Jesus said, I'll do that thing that they agree upon. So if you need some prayer, friends, you can reach out to us. You can call us 870-741-9099 or send an email to hello at gracecitychurch.tv. That's hello at gracecitychurch.tv. And then, uh, whoa, I just got confused on what I was going to say. <laughs> and until next time. My friends, be blessed.